Welcome back to another episode of the Scoop College Basketball Podcast. We are back for another conference preview. Today, we are previewing the AAC, which is a conference that has a very new look this year. Um, some powerhouses, such as Houston. Um, Cincinnati hadn't really been a powerhouse recently, but it was at one point in the conference. And also UCF, who uh, not a big basketball school, but they had some decent years in there. They're all off to the Big 12 and but they they replace them with a solid group of teams, even though Houston, you lose that like one seed like that you can always kind of count on, like for them to be a really good analytical team. Um, even the year they were like a five seed, they were still like second in Ken Palm and they kind of showed that they deserved it in a tournament. But yeah, anyway, they brought an FAU fresh of a final four. You would be in North Texas, just had really good teams. They played an NIT championship game. Charlotte, they went to CBI and uh Rice has they usually have some pretty talented teams, and UTSA, um, they're decent at football. Um, right. So yeah, uh, what what are your first thoughts on like the new look at the conference? I think it's it's really deep. Um, you know, uh, as far as depth goes, maybe it got a little better. Um, no, I don't hate the new look at all. No, I mean, obviously not going to have Houston, but I think it's still a very solid conference at least this year. I guess we'll see how like FAU kind of. Looks over next few years. I'm guessing Dusty May isn't going to be there forever. Um, once like this group of guys is gone, I think he will try to take a job if he can. But he's shown that he's not in any super rush to take jobs, so it'll probably have to be the right job for him to take. But he will be a hot name on the market next year. But yeah, not a ton of returning all conference members from last year. None on the first team as Landers Nolly exhausts his eligibility. Marcus Sasser started his pro career. Kendrick Davis exhausts his eligibility. DeAndre Williams exhausts his eligibility. He's trying to get an extra year back. There's not been any confirmation on whether he will be back or not. If read his original waiver was denied, but, I mean, they're trying to appeal out. Like, that's kind of what happens when the waiver gets denied. Uh just randomly find more information. Not yeah, exactly sure how that process all works out. It's confusing. But Jalen Cook, he transferred to LSU. From the second team, Taylor Hendricks started his pro career. Jamal Shedd and Jawan Roberts, they are back at Houston, but they are not in the conference anymore. Um, Jarris Walker from Houston, no, started his pro career. And Jalen Forbes is back at Tulane. From the third team, David DeJulius exhausts his eligibility, as did Tyler Harris. Damian Dunn transferred to Houston, but he's no longer in conference. He would have transferred to in-conference school last year, but he did not this offseason. Um, Kevin Cross is back at Tulane, and Craig Porter Jr. exhausts his eligibility. So out of those 15 players, only two of them are coming back, and both are at Tulane. So um, good pieces to build around there. Um, we got some new coaches, too. Uh, Aaron Fern, Charlotte, he is the interim coach for this season after um, Ron Sanchez left to took, take the Virginia assistant job late in the offseason. Um, so we'll see how that works. Uh, but Ross Hodge from North Texas, he's elevated head coach after Grant McCaslin left for Texas Tech. That is a hire I really like. Hodge has been with McCaslin like, for a while Um I think there's not going to be that much difference of what you're getting, honestly. Um, Amir Abdurrahim from South Florida, another amazing coaching hire, really elevated Kansas State from a super bottom dweller, even of like the whole Division One to 
a team that could really compete, almost won a tournament game, really was able to get some talent there. Um, Adam Fisher from Temple replaces Aaron McKee. Um, I think the the general consensus around this coaching hire is that it, it's not Matt Langle, so what are we doing? But at the same time, um, there, there's some potential with Fisher. Um, they don't look great this year, but they uh, – yeah, I know. I know you're obviously maybe slightly biased, but you're uh, a little bit of a fan to hire. Yeah, no, I, I like him. I think he can really help fix the culture problem at the very least. As far as the talent goes, it's going to take a little while to get where it needs to be. But you know, Temple is there's a lot of issues. Yes, and uh, Paul Mills, from <clears throat> which uh, state is replacing Isaac Brown, who was fired. I think we all agree that's a generally good hire, and they're moving in the right step. Um, again, maybe not this year, but I wish I say as a program shouldn't have a problem getting talent over the next few years. They've already landed some like top 150 recruits in 2024. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're back on the rise. It's going to be good to see them be good at basketball again. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving to our all conference teams, um, let's see, I guess I didn't really pick a player of the year. I, my player of the year would probably be Janelle Davis. Yeah. Um, from, oh, I agree. Or, yeah, um, I also have Elijah Martin on the first team Same. as well. Um, feel like that's pretty contentious. Jalen Forbes as well. I feel like that's a pretty should be a pretty contentious first teamer. He's he wasn't even the main guy last year, and he was dominant, and now he is the main guy. Uh, you would think so. Yes, and I also went with two Memphis guys to round out my first team: Javon Quinterly and Jordan Brown. Um, JQ was a solid player on some really good Alabama teams. Um. Uh, has shown Flash of being a really good shooter in the past. We'll see if he can kind of get that back. But at the very least, he's still a very solid point guard, really solid passer to play the number one, played significant minutes on the number one overall seed. And Jordan Brown, very old, very skilled big man that was really impactful at Louisiana. I mean, I have Eric been... Gaines from UAB. Okay. I think he's going to get a lot more like scoring okay. volume than and JQ. I don't have JQ on any of my conference teams. Really? No. Yeah, okay. I just don't – I don't know. I don't know how he's going to be as a scorer. Uh, I think he's going to yeah. be distributor um, personally. And they have David Jones, who remembers, going to be taking all those shots. Like That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. I, Eric Gaines is going to be getting a lot of shots. I, okay. I do that much. I have him in my second team. The reason I didn't have him in my first team is because I don't know if he's a guy that can really do a lot of all that shot making. Yeah. Um, I love, I love Eric Gaines as a prospect. He is elite on defense. He is a uh-huh. crazy athlete. He's shown flashes of what he can do scoring-wise. Um, Not sure if we're going to get it consistently. I mean, I saw him in my second team. I, I love Eric Gaines, but I don't really trust his offensive game a ton outside of his just, like, explosive athleticism. Um, not a great shooter yet. Yeah. But, I mean, you never know. With Jelly Walker gone, maybe he can kind of – take a step up just by being more comfortable with the offense, being more of a lead guard instead of just a uh, off ball, like instead of just like a backup situation. But yeah, another guard out of my second team is Zurich Phelps for SMU. He's going to put up big numbers, put up big numbers last year. Um, I think SMU has a chance to improve a little bit, so he's still going to be great. Um, so yeah, yeah, I got him too. Yeah. I got Chris Youngblood as well. Okay, so. I have him as well. Big scoring guard that I think should be able to translate perfectly up to this league. Um, played with Abdurrahim. Was like a 
he was like the star recruit of when Amir Abdurrahim took over at Kennesaw. Like Youngblood was like a good recruit. So like oh. he he was top one fifty, top two hundred, I think that range. Like he he can play at this level absolutely. For sure, I agree. Um, and then I have Kobe Williams. I'm um, from Tulsa. Um, I think he's going to get a good volume volume of shots. So okay, I had Williams on my third team. Um, another guy on my second team is Aaron Scott from North Texas. He was insanely good in both ends of the ball last year. Just wasn't a super high usage player, but I mean. No one was really a super high usage player on North Texas outside of like Tyler Perry and Kai Hunchberry was also kind of a high usage guy as well. Those players are not there anymore. I mean, this, if Scott can like do what he did and similar efficiencies, I think he'll be really good. Like is a good athlete, great defender, was efficient on offense and kind of score from all three levels. So if he's like actually an offensive weapon, like if he actually asserts himself he could be like really good he's on our breakout list um i i have a lot of front court guys i like um okay. max felder being one um yeah. i have him at the four here yeah feedler is the last guy i had in my um and then i have kevin eight. cross as well okay i had cross in my third team but yeah feedler what a passer for a big man he is the best big man passer in the country i'm pretty yes. confident saying that um it's either him or neil brown i think but i would take feedler I would. Um, so they yeah. run the offense through them, like they mm-hmm. they always have. Yes. Um. Yeah. Cross on my third team. Another <gasps> another guy that's like pretty skilled for a big man. More like he he's he's kind of a five, but he more like is more like a four, but he's still a very good passer for his size. Um, very versatile for how big he is. Um, so different players, but kind of bring the same things to the table um let's see so i have kobe williams david or david jones another guy i have my third team i'm not a david jones guy but like i just think he's super talented if he and he's gonna get some shots so i had him on my third team i got jason edwards from north texas i think he's gonna get a lot of shots um really high uh i I like him didn't have him but i i like him um, I like him a lot. Uh, I got Harlan Beverly as well. Um, okay. I think he's gonna get a lot of shots. I don't love Wichita this year. Um, but I think uh, as far as her guards go, there will be shots to be had. Yeah, I I didn't have a Wichita guy, but if I would have, I think yeah, I would have picked is Colby Rogers. Okay. Yeah, from Siena. Um, yeah. he's pretty good. I, I, he just hasn't played in a while. So, yeah, I mean, he sat it all last year, but, and it's, a, this sure. is a big, like, it's a pretty big move up from the Mac to, yeah. I don't know, but I think he can do it. Colby was good at Sienna. He, um, he can really shoot. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Brandon Johnson from East Carolina is another guy I have in my team. I kind of don't dislike East Carolina this year. ECU's, so I, uh, I like DCU, man. Johnson I, was good last year. Um, yeah. So I think he will continue to be good. And the last player on my third team is Vlad Golden. Really solid big man for FAU. Um, I mean, I think FAU is going to be so good that if he puts up a respectable like numbers like he did last year, he will be on his all-conference team. So my rounded out my third team, I have Jaquan Walton. Um, okay. I think you'll get um, some shots uh, from JQ's distributing. He's got upside. Um, maybe Jones does have a little more volume, so I could probably yeah. see him on there too. 
Um, so at forward, I have Yaxel Lambdeborg from UAB. Okay. Um, he's a big prospect uh, from the JUCO realm. Uh, UAB is a couple. UAB's JUCO class is crazy. It's, it's we'll talk about that in a minute, but it is. Stacked. I was shuffling like their JUCO class, like at the bottom of my transfer list because there was there's too many good ones, so I had to include them. Um, yeah, I I didn't include JUCO guys in my transfers, but like. They they are all like top ten guys. And then my in the last country. guy, I have Jacob Germany as well, who's someone okay. I do like. Uh, he's talented, big from UTSA, transferred in conference to Wichita. Um, I, I think he's uh, gonna have pretty good numbers. I would say. Yeah. So moving to our top ten transfers list, um, I did not include Juku guys. So for me, this is basically the uh, Memphis show, um, more or less. Number one, uh, I had Javon Quinterly. Uh, I had Jordan Brown. Okay, I had Jordan Brown too. Did you have Quinley on here at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, out of respect, because overall, I think he's still a very good yeah, transfer. Okay. I just don't think he's going to be scoring a lot. Okay. Um. So I have Quinley at two. Um, okay. Um. Three, I had David Jones and three, I had Jaquan Walton. Okay. Four, I had Chris Youngblood. Same. Uh, five, I had Kobe Williams. Same. And then six, uh, that's where I had Walton. So I had Jason Edwards at six. Okay. Um, seven. I had Caleb Mills. Um, seven. I had Jacob Germany. Okay. Again, not not a huge Caleb Mills guy, but like he'll be. Yeah. Decent starter. I mean, he's. I left Jones and Mills off. I'm gonna be okay. honest. Like I just. Uh, maybe they sh- they should be better. Um. I I don't like either of those players, but I think the production is gonna be there. I mean, they they've been solid enough. Yeah. They're not gonna be like terrible. Uh, number eight, I had Chuck Harris. Yeah, Harlan Beverly. Okay. Uh, nine, Bobby Pettiford. I I love Bobby Pettiford. I do too. Um, um I had Yoxel at nine and Keaton Willis at ten. Okay. Number ten, I had Jonathan Pierre from Memphis. The uh, versatile D two transfer. Um, should make an impact off the bench here. So a lot of Memphis for me, but that is what happens when you only have two returning players, and they are Ashton Hardaway and or not Ashton Hardaway, Jaden Hardaway. Ashton is an incoming freshman, and uh, Malcolm Dandridge. Hey. So, um, yeah, de- definitely a Memphis-heavy transfer rankings, and they're just able to get the most talent in the conference. Like, they are easily they are. the best uh, program in terms of support, financial resources, easily the best in the conference there. And that, that showed with the pieces they were able to bring in this offseason. Um but breakout players, um, I included a transfer in my first breakout player. That is Colby King for Tulane. I think he could be like really good. Like, I'm not saying he's the next Jalen Cook, but like if if he does it, I wouldn't be like totally shocked. He was uh apparently really good in their international tour, and like people kind of hyped him up at St. John's last year, never really live up to that. But I think he's a guy that could have a, like a really good impact as a starting point guard. For sure. Yeah, he's somebody I do remember, St. John's, and he'll have a bigger role this year. So mm-hmm. um, I have Gerald Jones III from USF. Um, he's a guy I like. Okay. Juco guy, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but I, I, I see where you're coming because, like, he's going to get minutes as a, at a big man position. Yeah, because. and they're very – they lost um, the guy from Ole Miss. They too. lost Malik Ewan to the Juco ranks. Yep. Um, yeah, he's going back down a level, uh, which I don't hate. Yes. Never hate that. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really, I mean, 
almost Maybe see what he did at back it. down level, but like at the same yeah. time, like he's going back down to go back up. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. And then Jones, I had um another South Florida member, uh, Kevin Knox's brother, Kobe Knox. Okay. Um, I like him. He's from Grand Canyon. Um, Redshirt sophomore. I think he's going to get some good bench minutes. Although South Florida does have good guards. Like they've Placer, Sel Miguel, um, Chris Youngblood, Stroud, Jennings. I don't know. Maybe he gets lost in in, in that group. But who knows? Did you say he was Kevin Knox's brother? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, I, I think he's also Carter Knox's brother. Who was like a top ten player? I think like top ten player in like twenty twenty four. Okay, so, I know I know he took a visit there. Um, so that that is somewhat significant if they're able to get him. Another guy had his Mulai Soko. North Texas is going to be the starting big man. Had some good games in the NIT once Usman was not playing anymore. Um, so I think he could be a guy that could uh see a big jump there. Like even Usman had a like. Decently side jump last season. I think Soko, former Dayton transfer, can kind of make an impact in year two with the Mean Green. So I had a uh, Shane Dazoni from Temple. Um, okay. Originally Vanderbilt two years ago. Original four star recruit. I think yeah. I see a lot of um, guard minutes with uh, <laughs> at Temple uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of guards that have potential, but like, yeah. Who's gonna actually win out the job? Like they've Quante Berry, who I like. Um, yeah. Dave Zion Stanford, who's a freshman. Um, you know, I just wonder who's gonna get the minutes. And I'd honestly, I'd yeah. lean to Zoni. So okay, so I, I did have a Temple player. I had Jordan Riley. I mean, someone's gonna have to break out there. Right. That, that's so kind of what it comes down to. And I chose Riley. Like, yes, Georgetown was terrible, but he also was a high major recruit. Played some mm-hmm. solid minutes. I think he was only a freshman last year. Um, maybe yeah. redshirt freshman, but he only played one year, so he has some development to go still. Um, another guy I had was Ezra Ozar at East Carolina was really good as a freshman. I think he can still be really good as a sophomore. I mean, he's he's honestly kind of an asterisk because he was he's already been so good, but like yeah, I think he's I think, I think he's just uh when he was a freshman, I think he's just keep gonna gonna keep going up. My last guy was Corey Walker from South Florida. I think he's in potential to start. Um, maybe he's the one that starts at the five there for the Bulls. He former four star recruit, former Tennessee player. Um, usually Tennessee players that go to mid majors are really good. <laughs> I guess we'll see if he is as well. But I mean, he definitely has the athleticism to compete. I mean, just better coaching. Now maybe we'll see if that can actually happen. Yeah, uh, so I had Barry Dunning Jr. from UAB, four-star. Four, four um, he was at Arkansas last yep. year. Um, He could definitely get some minutes at the three. I think there is some minutes to be had at the three. Um, He's 6'6". Six, six. He's got good size. So um, we'll see. I mean, there's just so many good players in this team. Mm. Um, yes. And then um, I have uh, the guy from Ole Miss as well, uh, well James White. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think he'll be pretty high on the pecking order. Um, mm-hmm. I might have one more. Oh yeah, I have Isaiah Folks from Charlotte. Um, okay. Somebody I, I I do like. I believe um, he was a guy I was like kind of on the fence about putting on. So yeah. I, I like to pick. And then Aaron Scott, of course. Okay. Yeah. So moving to our all freshman team, 
Memphis, they do have the best freshman group in a conference, even without Mikey Williams. And they also have like a bunch of other guys decommit. But I don't know if all of them are going to get minutes right away. Exactly. So I, don't, I only include one Memphis guy on there. That is Carl Sharonfont. I think he's honestly the best position to make an impact right away. Really good on both sides of the ball. I think he is a guy that will see him into his freshman year. Whereas I'm not so sold on like J.J. Taylor's impact right away. Um, I think Ashton Hardaway can be okay right away. But like the minutes, I don't know. I just trust Sharonfont to get more of those minutes. So I have um Gabe Warren from Rice. Okay. Four star. I, um, I think I think Keanu Dawes is a better Rice freshman. Okay. Um yeah, the minutes will be there though. Um they have Evie and then their guards are a bit mm, so I, I think he's six six. Um he could also play the three um if they need him to. Uh so I think some minutes will be there. Uh, I have Chauncey Gibson from Tulsa yeah, as well. I have him as well. Um they have actually a really good freshman class, which I was not uh, expecting. Yeah, like um, Matt Reed. Um, was Matt a big Reed, man. I, I, I didn't have had him on here, but I, took I was him off. I was considering him, but yeah. Um, and I have a uh, KJ Sattersfield from UAB as well. Okay. I think there's some minutes um, at the three spot again. We'll see who gets them, but probably not going to play a lot. Yeah, so I Dawes from Rice. I think he, I think he's going to be the better freshman. Although both are really good recruits, Dawes a little higher ranked. I think he's in position to get some more minutes right away. I think there are some minutes available, like the uh, the forward position. So I think he will get those. Another guy I had is Sir Malonga from East Carolina, big man that is same here. Oh. Yes, I think that's so I took off um the guy from Tulsa for uh, okay. Yeah, he should get some in right away. But yeah, Chauncey Gibson was a guy I liked in high school, uh, can score the ball. So I think he should have an impact, obviously, as a year of development in Clemson. So um, yeah. And my last I guy. Have, for my last member, I have Rich Rolf from Charlotte. Um, okay. He played at Centerville with Gate Cups and, yeah. and all that. Um, but I think there's some minutes at the, at the four uh, at Charlotte uh, next to Deshaun. So yes. My my last guy is Jaden Reed. I I real I am a big Jaden Reed guy from South Florida. He's their point guard. I think he's going to end up being their starting point guard. Honestly, he is he is going to be a really good college basketball player. He is really quick. Can really can really pass the ball. Um, can score a little bit. I mean, he's undersized, so he's not going to be like a huge high yeah. major project. But he is going to be really good. High majors are going to regret not jumping on him, and I think he could be like a really good impact guy right away as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He will, he can really impact a game really quick. So I, I'm a big Jaden Reed guy. Um, yeah, I did see him, but yeah, yeah. For any Memphis fans, like they they have the best freshman in the conference, and minutes just aren't there. Like I'd rather have like JJ Taylor than like Keanu Dawes probably, but maybe I, I don't know about JJ Taylor though. Actually, I don't like anyone from Donde Academy. I'd rather have Ashton Hardaway, though, but the minutes might not be there. I agree. Yes. So moving on to our individual team reviews, starting with UTSA, we're just going to go with the Conference UHA teams first. Um, yeah, this is a team. I'm not really sure what to think about it. Um, I We both had them last, I would assume. Oh, yeah. They're locked for last. Yeah. Um, their coach probably isn't going to last much longer. They were bad in Conference USA. Um, 
their basement every year. They 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 got some good transfers. They got um Adante Holyman, who I think would be pretty good. He can score the ball from UT Rio Grande Valley, decent passer. They got a boomerang, the Marfo transfer in Jordan Ivy Curry. Um, Carlton Lingard as well. Yes, he is gonna be eligible this year. Um was played a little bit at K State, not not a ton, but when he was there, um they got Dre Fuller from UCF two years ago. I remember he committed to FAU last offseason and just, like, never showed up there. But now he's resurfacing in the same conference as FAU. Um, they have Justin Thomas. I don't think he'll be eligible. Um, they got a Juco guy, Blessing Adesipe, who could be pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Isaiah Wyatt from Shadron State has the potential. Um, Nazar Mahmood uh, should be a decently impactful freshman right away but overall like the talent of this team is just not on par with other teams in the conference i'm not sure the coaching is either i think uh I don't think with with uh no disrespect intended towards steve henson i think his career was kind of made by those like javon jackson keaton wallace who were just like scored a lot of points and like kind of made them okay mm-hmm. um, but I, I I think he's think he's far from his glory days. Yeah. Um. I mean, they lost their good players too. Like Jacob Germany, obviously, is at Wichita now. Defet Midor is at Fordham. Like John Bugs also transferred in conference. He's at North Texas now. Like so DJ nice. Richards, really good freshman. Uh, went to McNeese. So yeah, they just lost a lot of players. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And they were they were bad last year, and they probably got worse. Um. So yeah, next team is Rice. I have the Owls sitting at tenth. Yeah, I got them pretty low. I got them at eleven. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't dislike the talent on this roster. I also no. not sure if they can really do much with the talent. Like, uh, I mean, they they have fun offenses. They have terrible defenses. Um, you know what you're getting from Rice. <laughs> yeah, they at least have talent. They're going to be something to watch. Like it's better than nothing. Um, so, but yeah, I mean they have the good freshman Keanu Dawes, Gabe Warren. Um, they have some good returning players. Travis Evy is really good. Max yeah. Fiedler is obviously really good. Um, Mackay Mason's okay. Sam Elajki, Elajki, whatever from Cal. I mean, Cal was terrible. He could provide some solid athleticism at the four. Um, they got, uh, what's his name from Bandy? Noah Shelby. Noah Shelby. Um, I think he'd be decent. He's a really good shooter. He is. He is. Um, the scouting report on him is that he doesn't play defense and shoots the ball, which um, that's kind of what Quincy Alvary did. So. It fits right in, man. Like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, this team is going to be bad defensively. Anthony Selden from Gardner-Webb is another solid transfer they brought in. But overall, like, yeah, you kind of know what you're getting from a really talented conference. They do have talent here, but, I mean, I just, yeah, you know what um you're going to get from Scott Para. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to be a really one-dimensional team. Yeah. Rice is cool. They can really recruit, though. Like, they can. They they always have talent. Like, they showed flashes early on last year that they were going to be really good, and then it just completely fell apart. <laughs> like, yeah. They were decent yeah. in non-con, um, but by conference play, it was a mess. Remember when they had Trey uh, Murphy and Drew Peterson the same year? No, I don't. You don't remember that? I mean, no. I don't remember that happening, but I, like I know of it. <laughs> I, I I don't. I didn't watch Rice that year, but like I I remember like 
them both transferring. And now Trey Murphy's an NBA. Drew Peterson was like all conference guy at USC. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that they that's the kind of stuff they do at Rice. Um, but yeah, next up Charlotte, another team that I don't have a ton to say about. Um, they won the CBI. They also lost Allie Cleef and Bryce Williams, who were their main star players. Um, Luke Patterson is a solid returning point guard. Deshaun Jackson, if he's healthy, which I I don't know if he is. Yeah, I never he'll know. Be, he'll be sure. solid. Um, Igor Milicic was okay for them last year. Like, Threadgill folks are okay. I got Dean them Reaver, yeah. yeah, I forgot to say where I had him. I think I have them, um, like, uh, 12th. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah, think they, they still have a good coaching staff. I would assume, like they they had. Yeah, some I mean, they're going. not going to be any worse coaching staff. Um, right. But I also just like not super into talent. Like they yeah, lost their true. two good players, and they didn't really bring in as much. Yaroslav Niagu is a guy to just watch out for. Maybe he uh, goes uh, solid coming from USC. Um, yeah, Dean Reber from Rutgers. Um, Robert Braswell, former high major guy as well. Um, <laughs> Thread Gill's all right. I remember Braswell at Syracuse. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Goodness, he was bad there. Um, but yeah, Thread Gill's all right. Um, Rich yeah. Wolf was solid. Yeah, he, he was like a retro freshman. I didn't realize that. So yeah, he should, he could be better. Um, yeah, I like folks. Um, yeah, I mean, again, not to say Lukai Patterson. See, I do like. I mean, Charlotte was a really good defensive team last year. Played a slow pace. That was kind of, I mean, kind of Tony Bennett tree working its way down. Um, yeah. But they also don't have those guys who can just flat out get buckets like Bryce Williams was able to. Khalifa was so skilled as a big man, and Deshaun Jackson doesn't bring you those same things. Um, like he's a really good, uh, well, really fight down low. But like Khalifa is just so skilled, can stretch the floor, can pass. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's not what we're getting this year. But, yeah, I mean, maybe there's still some intrigue. Decent amount of former high major guys in this it's team. It's those so. guards, the red shirts, and, and, and guys like that that might give them yeah. something. That's where my excitement lies. Um, but yeah. who knows? So, so not super in on Charlotte this year. Next team, UAB. I am in on UAB. I am the third in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I got them fourth. Man. Okay. I, I I love the talent they have here. Um. Eric Gaines, really good returner, but they have three really good junior college prospects. They have Alejandro Vasquez from Salt Lake Community College, formerly played St. Bonaventure, can really score the ball, was really good at Salt Lake, which churns out D1 guys. Um, Yash mm-hmm. Lendebor from Arizona Western, double-double machine, super athletic, uh, forward, big man. Um, another guy would should make an impact right away. And then Chris Coleman is the final guy. Another solid athlete, solid forward. That should make an impact right away. They also got Marquise Hargrove from Arizona Western, who's probably more of a deep bench rotation player. But th- those three at the top, they're going to be really good. They obviously UAB likes to get high major transfers too. James White was could have been good at Ole Miss if he had stayed, honestly. Um, Barry Dunning and Will Shaver didn't play much at their high major schools. Um, like Daniel Ortiz from North Alabama can really shoot it. Like, like, this is a talented team. They lost a ton, but, like, they have J.B. and Davis back. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Tony is back. So is Buddha Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so what do you think about this team? No, I think they're really deep. I just, like, 
the reason I don't have them over Tulane is like Tulane is those returning guys that yeah. were really consistent. Uh, like Forbes is a really consistent number one option. Is Gaines going to be that? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, they have more talent than Tulane, but like, yeah, I think the yeah. top, the top end number one option is where I, I give Tulane a pretty big edge, honestly. So, yes, I think Vasquez might be number one option. Yeah. Um, again, those Juco guys, I mean, the shot distribution is going to be something uh, to look out for. Like, who's yes. going to get the most shots? <laughs> it, it's so deep, too. Like, I have Ortiz as my, like, eighth man in my yeah. rotation, but he could be really good at the same time. Right. Um, I mean, he was good at North Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This, they lost a lot. This is what Andy Kennedy does. He's replenished his talent. That's why he's been really good at UAB so far. And I think uh, that will kind of keep up. Really like the Juku guys they brought in. So, yeah, I, I am in on this team. I don't think they will be, like, that much worse, even though it's a completely new team. Probably not. I think I uh, so. still like them. But next team, North Texas, I had them at fourth. I, I, I kind of like this team. I have them at fifth, yeah. No, I, I see the intrigue with this team. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't think Ross Hodge is, like, a super fall-off from McCasland, honestly. I mean... He's been there. He's probably coach. some of the brains behind the operation. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. the assistants usually are on a staff like yes. that. Um, and, and and I like the roster too. Like, um, yeah, he's a good roster. Jason Edwards could really score the ball at JUCO. Not saying he's next Tyler Perry, but he has some aspects of the game that are similar. Um, really scoring focused point guard. Uh, Aaron Scott, breakout player. Ruben Jones. He's, he's a solid point guard, really good defensive option. I mean, everyone in North Texas is a good defensive option, but he yeah. is he is especially elite on defense. Um, he, he, I mean, he definitely kind of was the best defense player in the backcourt. Tyler Perry was okay, but, like, he was just kind of more, like, okay because of the system. Ruben Jones is actually, like, a really good defender. Mm-hmm. And he's more of a physical build. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking about physical build, C.J. Nolan is also a big yeah, bodied guard. Um, was Showed some flash to Oklahoma. Sissoko I like. Robert Allen I really like. Um, John Bugs can really shoot it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of intrigue here, I think. Even though it's another team that loses a lot. And, yeah, they lose their three leading scorers last year, Perry, Huntsbury, and Usman. But, yeah, I think I think there's still a lot of intrigue in the guys they have left. Yeah, I think they probably got a bit deeper than they were last year. Death for them last year is definitely a problem. So, like, I'm uh, okay. glad that they aren't relying on, like, a couple guys for so much production this year. So, Yes. Um, yeah, I really do like the front court trio of Scott, Sissoko, and Allen. Um, two mm-hmm. of those guys will start probably. Maybe Allen could start, honestly. Like, this this will be a really good team. Um, I don't think they'll like super tank off because of Mikasa not being there. Like I, I think this will still be very competitive. Still have really good defense, and I guess we'll see what the offense brings. I think Edwards will be a huge catalyst of that. Um, so yeah, definitely a team I am still in on. Um, very very slow paced team, but. Very, very slow-paced team. Like, he's always in the country. Yeah, But always. that that is what McCaslin did. He he was winning, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, next team is Florida Atlantic. I have him at one. Um, I've heard some rumblings about this DeAndre Williams situation, so I actually have them at two if this goes through. 
Um, I gotta see it. Um, you know, if that waiver doesn't go through, I'll have FAU one. Um, so you you so you have them one right now. If he does get his year of eligibility back, you'll move him to two. Yeah, and, and there is reason um that he might um or I don't know. Memphis is getting pretty desperate apparently, which that's 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 yeah. always gonna be something. Um, but I think the fit with him and Jordan Brown can actually work. Um yeah, I, I think DeAndre Williams is a good shooter, he can play on the perimeter. You can put yeah. Jordan Brown on the low. He's, he's a winning player. But and that too. Back, back to back to FAU. Okay. We, we we can talk about a DeAndre Williams situation when we get to Memphis, but for sure. that, that, that's, that's a fair place. I think I would still have FAU first either way, but it would be a lot closer. Would Williams get a year of eligibility back? But yeah, FAU, I mean, what else is there to say about them? They made the Final Four. They were legit last year, won 35 games and return their core everyone except for michael forrest is returning um and he was even like not as great last year as he had been in previous years this guys broke out and kind of took some of his um, shots and yeah they saw some of that last year yes um, uh, john l davis love elijah yes. martin obviously davis and martin are two super entry guys uh could have nba futures both uh provide some versatility on the wing both can kind of play to forward, but also skilled guards. Um, so I think those are two star players. Very similar stats, very similar games. I personally lean Davis slightly as a better yeah. player, but um, I think Martin's both right of now. them are some of the best players of their position in the country. I think they're really high up there for me. I agree with that. Um, um, I've heard a lot of Nick Boyd hype this offseason. It was good last year after being hurt the past full year before that. Um, so still has three years of eligibility left. So mm-hmm. th- and he's been in the program for three years already. So him and, him and Weatherspoon are definitely the next batch of scorers that they have. Weatherspoon's kind of old though. Um, yeah, he is. He is. He was a JUCO guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he's a brother of those Weatherspoon guys on Mississippi State. Remember those guys? Oh yeah, yeah. I um, love Giancarlo Rosado. I think he's I like do as well. Underrated player on this team. Like he's a. Very skilled big. I'd low-key, I would take him over Vlad Golden because mm. of his versatility on defense. He can guard, like, smaller guys, too. Um, I think Golden's definitely a better defensive player, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he can rim protect, but uh, Rosado has some skills, and he's definitely got some real offensive skills. Um, he can kind of stretch it a little. Um, he can drive. Uh, he's good in the post. He's really strong. I mean, he showed off his offensive game a lot in that tourney run last year. He he played some huge minutes. Um, I think he's yeah. their glue guy and um, one of their most important pieces. Yeah, I mean, I I like Golden more because just what the I mean, I really like Rosado, but I just like Golden what he brings for a big man. Like, I mean, he did does what you want out of a big man. Like, I don't he's huge. Gold. He's huge, really good rebounder, good rim protector, fits from inside, like. He gives you everything you need there, but at the same time, Rosado, really skilled, very, very skilled for a big man there. Um, can kind of pass the ball a little bit, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, can't really stretch the floor, but also at the same time has a little bit of a mid-range game. Yeah. Um, can score, like, outside of just the rim itself. Um, yeah. Um, re- really efficient. Very, yeah, very finesse big man, um, as opposed to Golden, just more of a strong body down low also a decent protector so yeah i like him brian greenley 
good returning point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Nick Boyd kind of shared a point guard duties. Um, Gaffney, Gaffney's well. another bench guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Gaffney could be better in year two coming over from UConn. I agree. A lot of, like the year, the year two transfer transfer breakout. I feel like is a is a common thing. So mm-hmm. I think maybe you could get that. Two guys I am looking for if FAU decides to potentially go back to a nine-man rotation, even though having the only eight star players, eight rotation players returning, um, are Trey Carroll and Devin Vanderpool. Trey yeah. Carroll was a decently ranked recruit. He was there last year. Was okay when he played, didn't play a ton. Um, Vanderpool is a guy that, I mean, I know you know more about him. He's a real yeah, but... shot creator. He's very lanky. Um, yeah, he gives you a lot of length at the wing. Um, he's from Christ the King, I believe. Um, re- really good shot creator. He's the exact uh, kind of player FAU really um features. Uh, they love uh, their shot creating scorers. Um, I hope there's some minutes for him this year, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So we will see uh, some other guys today. Gaines, Brandon Laurie, and Jaquel Powell, final members of the team. But yeah, overall, this team is just so solid all around. Like, I mean, I think they're good. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go back to the Final Four, but like... If there's a mid-major t- to ever replicate it, like, it could, could definitely be them. Yeah, like... But uh, I won't have them that far. <laughs> no, I mean... It, it's unlikely they make it back there, but at the same time, they have what it takes to make it back there. Like the final four is just so like I mean, draw based and yeah. So yeah. like March is just crazy like that, but yeah, they they could be they they're legit. They are um very good. I think I am like top fifteen nationally. Some people are overrating them. A lot of people are underrating them. They're still very good. I mean, they they run back a team that finished seventeenth in Ken Palm. Yeah, I have them like fifteen or so. Like that's yeah, that that's that's close to where I have them too. Still gonna be very good. Uh, regardless of what happens with Memphis, those games are gonna be fun to watch because the last the last game of the season, Memphis at FAU, they play a few games before that at Memphis. So yeah, but next team SMU, uh, the Mustangs. I have them at sixth. Um, I have them at, I believe them. I have a ninth. Um, yeah. I just I I, I like just the like their coach a lot. Like um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I not a huge Roblin your guy personally, but like I feel like their views is obviously coming out where like he was like, like he's actually building something there and like, <sighs> but I don't know. Um. There's just like I don't know. There's other coaches in the Roth and the conference I like more. And yeah, I mean I'm the not roster. My roster is good talented. though. Yeah, um, the roster like, of course is talented. I mean it's always the case with SMU. Um, but um, you just gotta see winning basketball. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing that hold, held me back because this team could be higher even in six, uh, based on the pure talent they have. I mean Phelps is really good. Chuck yeah. Harris, I mean, you can say what you want about Chuck Harris, but he was a solid starter on a for three years in a high major team. Mm-hmm. At minimum, that's what you're getting. BJ Edwards, um, from Tennessee, just didn't play at Tennessee. Um, and he was a freshman, so I think he still has a lot of intrigue there. Um, 
I think he's even a retro freshman. He might have got his year completely. He's a sophomore, back. it says here. Um, let me, let me see. I had, it looks like he's listed as a retro freshman. Some places, I don't. Um, it's SMU's website, but okay. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't know if he got like hurt because he would have to have a medical record since he played last year. Mm-hmm. But. I'm not exactly sure. But either way, he should be a player to watch over the next few years. Denver Anglin, another guy in situation. Supposedly a really good shooter. Did not show it at Georgetown, but he could he could light it up in high school. Mm-hmm. He probably is definitely in for a better year. Um, yes. Um, still a coaching upgrade. Regardless of what we think of Lanier, that's a big coaching upgrade for Anglin. For sure. Um, Samuel Williamson, um, he's a very solid player. I mean, yeah, I hope he's a really better looked. year this year. He didn't play amazing. Yeah, he, 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 he was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, Tyreek Smith was good at Oklahoma State. Good athletic big. Uh, Jaheim Hudson, another big man off the bench, coming over from Georgia State, where Lanier had previously coached. Jalen Smith off the bench. Uh, Mo Najai is also who played with Gabe Cups. Mo well. G, yeah. yeah. Mo NG, yeah. Um, yeah, he is... Not gonna play, but um, maybe not. Hudson, yeah. Emery Lanier, uh, <laughs> Rob Lanier's son, um, Ricardo Wright. But yeah, the, the the high major talent like is evident because of the stars in this team that I projected. Four of them are former high major guys, and the one that isn't is Phelps, who could have been a former high major guy if he wanted right. to. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of talent on this roster. Um. But they were bad last year with talent. Like they were a little more talented this year, but like they still had like Zach Nettle, FAO DG, like Jefferson Kulabali people liked, Stefan Todorovic showed flashes. Like, such flashes too. You remember that tournament up in Hawaii where mm-hmm. they looked really good? Um and they yeah. just completely fell apart after that. You know? I think there's a ton of intrigue here though, at, at the very least. There is. So um yeah. SMU can be, recruit. They've recruited well the last yeah. couple of years. I think they got like a four star in the 2024 class, too. Yeah, I've been hearing they've been landing a lot of guys. So, yes. Next up is East Carolina. I have them right behind SMU at seventh. I have them sixth. I like ECU a lot. Um, I, I like this team. Um, regardless if Cam Hayes gets a waiver or not, like, I don't, it doesn't really change my impact on them, Ooh. honestly. Um, Pettiford. Um, I, I like Pettiford. He was, he I think he was really good at Kansas when he played. He was. He was I, I am a big defense. Bobby Pettiford guy. Yeah, same. Um, high impact guy. They got, I think he was, it was great. Yeah. Um, um, Brandon Johnson, RJ fell another double to the score, turning in a wing. Um, Jaden Walker, uh, versatile guard, uh, there. Quentin Dabunje, former uh-huh. Tennessee player, showed some flashes last year, also returns. Like, you have Sir Malanga, big man, uh, incoming freshman. So, like, this team is has some talent. I they mean, have uh, took Corey Fison as well. Pretty good freshman. Mm. Okay. I don't know a ton about him. Um, 24 and 12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every, every, every guy you like in high school puts up numbers like that, though. That's good enough to go yeah. to this level. They were a good team, too. 28 and 3. Okay. It's from um, North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know a ton about him, but I don't know if he'll get men right away. But yeah, like they returned a lot of teams for they returned a lot of pieces from a team that showed some real flashes last year. 
with uh, more of a development. You're two for Michael Schwartz as well. Mm-hmm. I think that this team could take a real jump. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else on? No, I think it's pretty Pirates. much. Thing. No, I do like them this year. They're definitely one of the teams I'm I'm higher on. So, yeah, wasn't uh, let me wasn't Schwartz like the defensive guy on Tennessee? I want to say he was like the defensive, like weapon there. I mean, you see, had a decent defense last year. I guess we'll see. Yeah, they that, did. Like... They were really athletic. They were yes. physical. I remember against Houston, they really clamped them up that one game. Um, yes. Houston really struggled that game, but they scrapped it out. ECU showed some promise last year. I definitely think there's a lot of room for them to grow. And I think I think Ozark could definitely like really break out oh, into yeah. all conference potential. I mean, for he sure. was playing really good at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, next team South Florida. I have the Bulls sitting at. Eighth, right behind those two teams. Um, I got them seventh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I I love Amir Abdurrahim. This roster is okay. Yeah, they're at the front court is where you have your questions. The guards are good yeah. though. I like the guards. Yeah. Um, or somebody I really like. There's decent. Sel um, Miguel's was solid last year. Dylan yeah. came on when uh um, the last year. Yeah. Young blood. Cason Jennings is a solid player. He got. Stroud from Kennesaw State. Uh-huh. Yeah, Stroud should play in the front court. Really good player there as well. Jaden Reed, obviously, I am I am fully in on Jaden Reed. I think he, uh-huh. I think Jaden Reed will be better than Placer, honestly, like as a better point guard, um, at least. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I think Jaden Reed is the point guard of the future for this team. Yeah, oh, point guard sure. at present too. Uh-huh. Kobe Knox, um, Kayshawn Pryor is a guy that is really intriguing to me personally. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't play at Boise. Then he went to JUCO ranks. He he has some insane skills. He does it like, seems that way. He is very skilled. I don't know if he's gonna how that's gonna translate because he didn't get minutes at Boise when he played there. But like Boise had a I good front court those years though too. But yeah, uh, like he, he didn't play like at all. Like if he was if he was really that good, like you would have thought he would have played. But like same yeah. time, you look at the you look at like what he did in JUCO. Like I even think they might have won like the national championship um and he, he was like a, 15 a game for them yeah team. i mean he he was a first team juco all-american um so i i see a lot of injury with prior um sam hines returning player you you kind of get what you get out of him um cory walker breakout candidate i think uh so yeah i i kind of like this team um from a smaller level like i'm not like super in this team but uh, abdurahim's Definitely building something here. For sure. Yeah. Um, next team, Wichita State. Um, I have them sitting at ninth. Uh, all those teams in a row. I got them at eight. Yep. Okay. I mean, I, I don't I don't love this team, honestly. Mm. Paul Mills will get there. This is not the year that he gets there. No. Yeah. They have some good pieces in the front court. Um, I don't hate their front court at all. I I, I don't know if DeGray will be eligible, though. Germany, you mean? DeGray. Oh, well. I, I don't mean, know about his eligibility. Oh, let's be in He's good. He's good. He was good at Mizzou two years ago. He was well, good. I mean, that, 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 he wasn't bad. He just didn't play. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason he didn't play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
You can he's say okay, that. He, he was good at UMass. Like he he's a he's a good he player good for Wichita UMass. State. Yeah. Um, Poto is intriguing as well. Yeah, I like Poto more. Um, sort of a skilled, big uh, Germany. Obviously, good mid range inside scorer there. Um, another big guy they got. Another front core member is Dalen Bridgenall, who they got late from Missouri State. Yeah. Um, in the portal, so to solid. Yeah, front court group. I don't hate at all. It's fine, and the I don't hate the backcourt either. Like. Xavier Bell is like, interesting. Um, see, people have been hyping him up. He was bad last year, but like people have yeah. been hyping him up. I'm gonna see what we get from him before making any. Right, I say him, he's not gonna be. I'm good. very sussed about him. Um, yes. Colby Rogers, I, I do think will translate pretty well. Yes, um, I, I think he's. I think he's gonna be your best player. Honestly, like I think he's the guy you're trusting to be like the good it offensive. Seems, it seems that way. Yeah. For like people, people are really high in him. He can really shoot. Was a good player at Siena. I think. Yeah. With a year off, already a year of training. I mean, obviously not in the same coach, but like he's been just working for a year. I think that could really. Um, and they got Beverly and uh, the MVP of the team, Bihan Cortez. Bihan <laughs> Cortez has some interesting hair. Uh, yeah, he was okay at Oklahoma. Decent enough point guard to play in Wichita. He um, was their glue guy. He played defense, but yeah. offensively, he just didn't, doesn't do a whole lot. That, that was kind of the same with Beverly, um, mm. honestly. He he showed some flashes of scoring earlier in his career. Wasn't like a big score last year, but... Mm-hmm. He might need to be a big scorer this year. Like Isaac Abidi, uh, Quincy Ballard, some returning guys didn't see a ton of minutes. They have some freshmen like Giannis Bamba, Joey Igavoja. Yeah, I don't know. They're another team that, like, they lost their good players much. Or, like, Craig Porter was really good. Walton was really good. Um, John Pierre was inefficient, but he still scored. Um, James Rojas was decent. Like, they lost all those guys. Like, they just didn't bring in the talent. To replace no. them, but like I'm still in on Paul Mills. Like Wichita will be good at Wichita. We need Wichita being good at basketball again. Like I, I need it. I need to see the Wichita. Fan base is very passionate, and they'll try. College basketball is so much better in Wichita State. Is good. It's true. That is true. And I, yeah, it's it's, it's a, just gonna be yeah. hard to get talent in the building there. It'll take them some time. Um, well, I but... don't think it'll take that much time. I mean, they already got two like top one fifty guys in twenty twenty four. Yeah. I mean, it obviously won't be like right away, but like, I think I think he's building. They he's just building. can't, you know, create it in year one clearly because there are teams who are able to do that, and coaches in year one who are able to mm-hmm. do that. But it's yes. not for every school. Yeah. Yes. I I don't know personally what the nil situation is like there, but it seems like that would be a school that would have some money that right. they want to they want to throw around the basketball program for sure. I mean, where else are they going to use it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not, not much else to do in Wichita. Right. Do they even have a football team? Nah, they they used to, like, back in the day. I'm about to say, so. That is not around anymore. But, yeah, Paul Mills will get there. It's so, uh, so fun to see Wichita good. But, yeah, Temple next team. Uh, yeah, this, this team will not be good this year. I have them 13th. Same, yeah. Oh. This roster is bad. Good thing UTSA is in the conference because this team is like Hajir Miller's solid, but like besides yeah, that, like right. Steve Settle. I mean, I like Steve I like, Settle. I like Steve Settle. Yeah, he's but, he's like know, it's Steve a big Settle. Jump. Steve Settle is like the six nine, hundred pound guy. 
The, the really laughable transfer, and I'll admit, is uh, Matteo Piccarelli from you. He can shoot, though. He can shoot. Again. That's about all he can do. He can shoot. Like, it, I think it's for. worth a take. For sure. For, it is, he can uh, shoot. He, he was not on my he was not on my bingo card. I'll just put it that way. Um I think there are yeah, worse guys you can take. True. Um Quante Burry, I do like. I think he'll yeah. have a pretty good season. Dazoni. Um, Retcher from Providence, I yep. believe. Yeah. Um, um AK Fila, I think's a pretty good prospect. Of, um... Let's see who? Never mind. Never mind. Uh you, you listening off walk ons again? You know, that's my national pastime, man. Um, Heiser, I don't really like Heiser Miller, but we'll see. Um, Might be the best player on this team. It was very disappointing. I had a lot of hype for him out of high school, but yeah. he's still he's still pretty good and can definitely get better. Day of uh, Emmanuel Ocpalmo, he's from USC, isn't he? No, he's from Vanderbilt. Uh, yeah, they do love their Vanderbilt transfers. He from Wake Forest, actually. Wake Forest. I, I get I get Wake Forest and Vanderbilt mixed up, honestly. I do too. The colors. Yeah. yeah like they're, they're the same thing. Um but yeah, Pittsburgh shot the ball well at UMBC. Like he shot forty nearly forty percent from three on like sixty six makes. Like yeah. that, I think that's kind of like your Deuce Roberts is another pretty good redshirt freshman. Um he's one of their better ones. I mean, Sixteen and six. Um Taj Thwebs. Yeah, back after redshirting last year, Sam Hoffman they added that guy from Houston Christian late. Um, I mean, yeah, he's it's a big guy. He can shoot a little players. bit. I don't know. It's just a bad group of players. Zula yeah. is solid. It's just, um, you know, solid blue guy, but it's an interesting it's just, combination. Like I just want is not a good roster. It's a lot of like scattered forwards and like random guards. Yeah, like who's going to be the best player? Is Hyger Miller the best player on this team? I don't think so. Who but is that's just me? Who um, is? I think it could be Quante Berry or Dazoni, honestly. Um, Quante Berry, like I will say that, like Quante Berry, like you, you have some stuff to work with there. But like Miller was sure. decent last Maybe year. Maybe Jordan Riley, shoot, like you said. Uh, no, but I don't think so. I mean, he, like, was, he wasn't, he good, wasn't at good. Like, like Miller was at least respectable last year. Yeah, he was the point guard. Him and Jaleel White, who's not even there anymore. I don't think. He's, I don't see him on my roster. Let me, I'm pretty sure he's there. Unless he just like burning. randomly decided to dip. Yeah, okay. He's the last guy on the roster on my little page here. Yeah. I mean, he, he's an he's okay right. glue guy. He's a good rebounder. Um, mm-hmm. Not a super efficient guy. He cannot shoot at all. No. Yeah. I, uh, Certainly yeah. a roster. Um, yeah, the thing with Temple is NIL, like... Uh, they're getting better with an IL, but they're like still not where they need to be. Um, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah, which is surprising. Uh, like, I feel like they would be a program that would be kind of decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're struggling that department of football too. Football, they're really hurting. Um, they play at the link, and there's probably like ten fans there. Like, it all is bad. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, that's Temple for you. Um. Yes, yeah. Tulsa's next, right? Yes, I forgot to put it in my list, but I I just did remember that, so I was gonna say it next anyway. I have them um eleventh. Mm. I have Tulsa seven. 
I don't I don't hate them at all. Okay. I mean, I don't hate them, but they were so bad last year. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying they're going to be bad again, but um Williams and Willis, the Louisiana Tech backcourt should be decent. Um you have some other pieces to work with. PJ Haggerty from TCU played a little bit there. Chauncey Gibson, um Carlos Williams could be decent coming over from Pearl River. Uh oh. skilled forward there. Isaiah Barnes, maybe you get something out of him. Jared Garcia, solid a transfer from Salt Lake Community College. You have Matt Reed, Jared Hall, the true freshman it should be good. Josiah McWright's a guy I don't hate as a rising sophomore. Um Mohamed Kata from St. John's. It's worth a shot, I guess. Um but yeah. I I'm, just like this backcourt a lot. I think I really I watched Louisiana attack a bit. Keystone Willis has ability. You didn't really probably fully see it because Louisiana Tech had a lot of scores around well, him. Well, I like it a lot better than Sam Griffin and Anthony yeah. Pritchard. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I think anything's a step up from there. Um, yeah. But no, I think Keaton can actually break out even a little bit more here with more of a scoring um, role this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like him a lot. Um, and then you have um, Jacoby Williams, who's a very talented shot creator. Um, good so, defensive player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had their really quality freshmen, need some quality um transfers. Jukos. Um, I this coach is pretty young, so I don't yeah, think I mean, I mean Conkle's coming from Louisiana Tech, that's why he's got those. I mean, he right. came from there two years ago, and he did um, pretty good there, it seems. He, they just had a rough year last year. I think it was yeah. more of on the players, like Griffin's not good, and yeah, um, the Wyoming will have to. Griffin could be good as an off-ball guard, which is what he's going to be there. He's yeah, be more of like more like a little bit of a passer. Um, when he's not the primary shot creator, is when I don't. Yeah. Hate. Um, oh. and the good thing about his team is they only returned eight point six eight percent of minutes from last year, which is a good thing because mm. everyone they had last year was, <laughs> except for Celebongi. Celebongi was good. The one guy transferred the Monmouth, the big, the uh, Ukrainian big Nikita Konstantinovsky. Um, yeah, he, I didn't he, he wasn't even good, also, but um, he has, he has some size, some intrigue in the uh, for Monmouth. Um, but yeah, Celebongi was good. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we at least sit on that? Like, yeah, I, I, I liked him, good, really good rebounder. He was the only like good player on both sides of the ball last year, the only good player on either side of the ball, honestly. <laughs> um, so I think Arizona State got a good one with him. Everyone yeah. else was, was kind of bad, yeah. Didn't Arizona State blow this team out? Or no, Oregon State blew this. Everyone team blew out. this team out. Or wait, <laughs> the, the okay. Beavers did. Um, I remember the game. Oh yeah, they beat they, them. They, yeah, they did. They did blow out Loyola Chicago though. <laughs> Oregon State beat them by three though. But I mean, yeah. um, they also beat Tulane. That was, and then they didn't win a game after January twenty first. But. Hey. That was Loyola Chicago last year. They uh also blew out Clemson. Loyola Hell Chicago did. Teams. And they lost to Tulsa by twenty. Um <laughs> <laughs> they were bad. Um they'll be good this year though. We'll talk about that in a few weeks. Um but yeah, not much more to say more about Tulsa, but they're moving in the right direction this year is gonna be a lot better than last. Mm-hmm. Still, still might not be great though. Uh, next team, Tulane. I have Tulane at fifth. Um, 
I got Pitchers them at three. Close. I yeah. I respect that. Um, Forbes really good. Across really good. Um, Sion James really good defensive glue guy piece. Um, Colby King breakout candidate. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like those pieces. Yeah, I'm a bit high on Ron Hunter this year, which I I love Ron Hunter. He's he's a fantastic coach. I mean, everywhere everywhere he's gone, they just get so much better. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a good look coach. At, look at Para of Rice. Like, they have the same problem. Like, they give up 80, 90 a game. Like, it's just not sustainable. Like, their defensive numbers are. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, Tulane wasn't, like, terrible on defense. It's more of an – I mean, Tulane's problem is, like, they just play so fast. So, like, they're going to give up points. Like, well, that's how and they works. don't recruit centers. They they, um, they haven't recruited centers yeah. for years. Kevin, Kevin Crash should not be playing center. As good as he is, he's a four. Um, he should be playing for when Ron Hunter's gonna learn that he needs to recruit centers, but like, but like, but like, this, this team was good. Action. I mean, they like, were. the uh, defensive problem was more because of like how fast they play. Like, they they weren't a terrible defense. And a lack it's, of a rim protector. A rim protector. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that uh, 100%. that wasn't great. Tylen Pope was a rim protector though. I mean, yeah, they, they, no, don't, don't have, they don't have him anymore. But like, he was a rim protector for a size. He was good, but he, he mean, had a seven point four block rate. That that is good. That's good. That's really good. That's borderline top fifty nationally. Hmm. Um, it, it was really good. Um, I I do really. That's a really underrated pickup by Nevada. Nevada's good. Nevada got some good defensive guys. They have a good defensive team. Lamps. But uh, yeah, Tulane. They they weren't terrible on defense. Besides like the cross, maybe shouldn't have been in the starting five. But they just played so fast. Like you're just gonna give up points on defense doing that. Um. But. And then yeah. their bad shot selection would lead to fast break for other teams. That was another big thing that they don't get back on defense. I don't know. It's just like they need to make progress on that end if they're going to be good. Um, they can, you know, you can at least give up mid seventies and be fine with that pace, but you can't. Their shot give selection up. wasn't that bad. I mean, Forbes is an efficient scorer. Cook, it's more Cook. Um, it was efficient. I mean, efficient enough for the volume he was taking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he was out of control I mean, at some points. Yeah, I mean, the points they were getting, let's player. just be honest, it was just not normal. Like they need to get that well, down. It was because they played so fast. Like it's not they were they they weren't a good defensive team, but they also weren't like an atrocious defensive team. Like they were top mm-hmm. one fifty in defense. Like definitely more offensive focus, but like you you could take that. I'm surprised we're even top one fifty. That that's actually very. Surprising. I mean, they they played the second fastest team in the country, so that means. People yeah. are getting up a ton of shots against them. Mm-hmm. If they just want to get like to be that top tier in a tournament team, it's going to be on the defensive end. It's just got to get better. Um, being yeah, a fast-paced I mean, team, like I know people use that as an excuse for a lot of um, teams that play fast and they don't play defense. But like, I mean, I'm you not can still play an good, a- you still but... be an average defensive team, but if. Uh, and and be fast paced. Like yeah, if you have a rim protector, if you have like a really good five, um, I just think it's a recruiting flaw. Um, I do like Tulane this year, um, but I don't know. Ron Hunter's disappointed me in years past. Um, I expect them to be top tier, and you know, everyone thinks that oh, this is the year they're going to break through. Um, Ron Hunter's a good coach. He is, I guess. Uh, He's just, a really good coach. So let's not disrespect Ron Hunter here. No, I just, just, just I don't I don't know. Like he's gotta make the tournament. 
Like he's got the talent. It's Tulane. They, they've never been even respectable, and he's making them like that. Yeah. Um, there's been opportunity, though. Like, they just can't get over that hurdle. Yeah, I know I mean, it's Houston. Uh, that was really that hurdle. But, yeah. Um, at least they're gone, and I think that will open up opportunity because I think they can play with FAU and, and Memphis. I, I, I do. I think they have the style that can give them problems. So I think without Houston in the conference, it will be better for them. Um, that's kind of more so why I'm high on them, really, because uh, I think their pace of play can really work um, now that Houston's gone, and they kind of neutralize that. Um, so that, that that's really um, a reason I, I do like them this year. And they do have talent. Like, I've Colin Holloway. I like Colby mm, King. I like Colin Holloway's okay. Um, they got Trey Williams, who doesn't really play. Asher Woods is solid. Um, yeah, I, don't I mean, VMI was terrible, but he was also their best player as a freshman. Yeah, I'm about to say he was. There, there, there's something that you can work with there. Yeah. Jordan Wood can stretch the floor a little bit, like Greg Glenn, Michigan recruit. Logan like... Stevens from Rutgers, I guess, is intriguing. Yeah, he's I don't walking know. on. But uh, Percy <laughs> Daniels. Oh, right. uh, Daniels was hurt last year, right? Maybe he usually heard didn't play, but he was a former. He was supposed to be their Seton center. Guy. Yeah. Oh well, no, I mean he was supposed to be. I mean, not really their center, but like he was supposed to play a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he could be impactful if he gets minutes uh, at that rim protector position. Troy Williams, they got some decent freshmen too. Mm-hmm. Meyer Panoam, point guard Spencer Elliott, big man. Don't think either of those guys are going to see huge roles right away, but they're like top three hundred guys. Like you can work with that. Um, oh, for sure. Silent last James. team, yeah. Last team note is Memphis. Um, I'm second. Yeah, got the one pending that Weaver. Yeah, Se- um. second as of now, though. Hmm. Um, I'm taking it as DeAndre Williams is not eligible until he is because yeah, he has play. exhausted his eligibility. Um, we'll see if he plays, but um, yeah. Like no, the things I do like, I like Jonathan Pierre. Jordan's a good depth piece. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. he'll give you defense if nothing else. Mm. Um, Jordan Brown, love Jordan Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Very skilled. Ashton Hardaway, good pickup. They yeah, got, I, I hope they get Ashton Hardaway. I, I hope they would not have fumbled that one. Yeah, wonder why they got him. Um, they got Carl Sharon Font, who's he's yeah, pretty good he, too. He's a freshman I like. Um, yeah. Um, David Jones. But this team is very talented at the least. Like, it's all a new team, basically. But, like, starting lineup is, like, Quinterly, Caleb Mills, Walton, Man, Jones, imagine and Imagine if they had like, talented. Leonard and bring Man, back DeAndre they, they Williams. If they had Tiafale, that would have been, like, he just brings, like. And with a DeAndre waiver. Oh, my goodness. They would be insane. Tiafale oh. is such a good defender. Like, he, he did is. everything in the defenseman, which is flying all around the court, getting dunks getting steals, getting blocks. Like, he would just do everything on the end. And, like, yeah, like, maybe you got Walton, like, after he, like, left to go pro. But, like, I don't know. Like, I love Walton. I just, like, he's a very efficient scorer. He can shoot the ball. Good catch-and-shoot player. Can score the room efficiently. But, like, he just doesn't bring, like, what you, like, lost. Like, how much is Walton bringing you that, like, David Jones or Jonathan Pierre couldn't have just done themselves? Like, how much does Tiafoli bring you? from you to Memphis not have he just a much better fit for the nobody Rock. this team did not have what he brought them but um no. and I think Penny's a great defensive coach but like they, they he was their defensive like he was their defensive piece 
Yeah, Penny's a good, uh, he's good scheme wise, but like I, I think people are... think people hating him too much. He he's a good coach. He is. Oh, I like Penny. Um, the reason they're really elite defensively though is because of their athletes that they recruit one hundred percent. They got really big bodies. I think he also there. got the most out of them now. He does. No, one hundred percent. Both can be true, and both are true. Um, no, they'll be a good defensive team this year. Uh. Mikey Williams, I think, just got arrested for something. I mean, he he's been like, he he won't play this year because he's like dealing with the court stuff. Like, I think his like his thing is like going back to court, so like he can't play, like he can't be on the team, like until that's settled and right. not settled. Not um, I, I I don't think he's gonna no. be on the team ever. Um, it's unfortunate, but yeah. Did to himself, so can't really be too yeah, upset about. I like that. Malcolm Dandridge a lot. I think he's gonna yeah, be great. I mean, really he's a good. He's, he's a solid backup center. Um, yeah, uh, really Andrew good. Jordan, solid backup base. Jaden Hardaway, um, probably should not have been getting as many minutes as he was in the last year. But uh, he's Penny's son, so he's gonna play, I guess. Yep. Jalen Young, UCF transfer point guard. You take him for like a backup point guard, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. He's really their only backup point guard. But, uh, yeah, yeah like the I'm, talent I'm on this team. The of this roster. Yeah, the talent, the, the talent is undeniable. Like, there's talent here. Some issues that I have is one, one main issue, like, based on any team like this, is just continuity. Like, no, they return no one from last year, just um, pending Williams. Or uh, um, what you say, the baggage. Yes, yeah, so that, that's the other thing, like, a lot of these players that are like the super talented players have question marks, have issues. Um, you look at Drake on Walton, he got arrested this offseason. He's been at like a ton of different schools. He's been at like Juco, Mississippi State, committed to Alabama, I think committed to like Georgia. Um, or no, was at Georgia and he went to Juco. He committed to Mississippi State, decommitted, went to Wichita <laughs> State, transferred from there, committed to Alabama, had to decommit when he got kicked off for getting arrested, committed to UCF. Decommitted from there and went to Memphis. Like he's talented, he's an efficient scorer, but like all those, (laughs) yeah, like that. That's quite the. uh, I think he committed somewhere else when he was in high school too. When he then he decommitted. I don't know. David David Jones is. People have said the rumors are he's not a good like locker room guy. I mean, put the team last year. Um, um, I mean, Caleb Mills was a guy that quit on Houston a few years ago. When nice. he was supposed to be really good and he just wasn't, and he just walked away in December. Like, like is that, is that the guy you really want to get? That was, I mean, he was okay a lot sure, but there's, Boris there's it was also fireworks on this team. Like, like sure. JQ's had some like in things in the past. Remember when you said like you didn't even want to be at Villanova and he was like still there, right? Um, like <laughs> because he he committed off. to Arizona, but then he decommitted when they I were like going that. through all those scandals. And he posted something in his Instagram story like. It was my second chance for a reason, or it was my second choice for a reason, or something like that. So that uh, not a great look. He's obviously far removed from that. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan Brown. I mean, obviously not a guy that I've seen had like a ton of like issues himself, but also yeah, been at Jordan four Brown's schools. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just four school. Role like model. that's still not that's still not great. Like, um, I mean, I I don't know of anything he's done. I know he wasn't happy with much when he didn't play him as a freshman, but I feel like that's just not normal thing for a five-star freshman at a mid-major not playing that probably wouldn't be too happy either but um 
Yeah, Jonathan Pierre's. They need great. DeAndre Williams to be that leader. Yeah, you know? DeAndre Williams is so good. I don't think he should be eligible. It's kind of ridiculous if he is, but like he's also so good a player. Like he would be my conference player year. He'd probably be an right. All American. Um, he he is that good. Um, it mm. would really it would really and make he's me good consider for the locker room too, man. They need that veteran yeah. guy who's been through it. Who mm-hmm. it, it would really make me sure. consider Memphis versus FAU. I think I would still have FAU. I have FAU clearly number one right now. I think the talent mm. on this Memphis team is still more a little bit like. Mm-hmm. Like if if every if everyone plays their full potential, I think Memphis could be a little better. But like FAU just has done it before. A lot of these players are not coming from good teams. JQ is really the only guy coming from a good team. Like Florida State was terrible. Wichita State wasn't that good. St. John's was very disappointing. Louisiana was, I mean, good for a mid major, but like they were they were good. They, they, they were good. I mean, I mean, <laughs> but like yeah, like they, it's not like they were some dominant team. They just kind of did good in a Sunbelt tournament. Like, they weren't mm. amazing the regular season. Obviously, Pierre coming from a G2 powerhouse, that's not really an issue. The more issue is just, like, the level of play, which I think he still should be good. Like, Temple was very underwhelming. Not that that was Drain's fault, but, like, UCF was just all Taylor Hendricks. I'm sure was why they were kind of competitive. Um, So, like, there's just so many questions. I also that- just think there's going to be, like, some incident with the team, someone's gonna get suspended. Like something's gonna happen. Hopefully, we got it out of the way with Mikey Williams. Like hopefully, oh, that's it. I just think uh, this team's taking time bomb or something. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. But like, I, I, if DeAndre Williams comes back, I, I won't feel that way. Like, he'll be able to keep that locker room, I think, in check. I kind of agree. Um, any more thoughts in the conference? I don't know. It was a fun one to do. Yeah, FAU versus Memphis. That is appointment television this year. Oh, that's for sure. Like both World teams World are. Three. Mm. Both teams are really good. Both fan bases. Well, FAU doesn't really have a fan base. Memphis fan base have been, have they, been very FAU vocal on Twitter. Rent free, and then this is <laughs> some of those some of those Memphis Twitter accounts are just hilarious to look at. Like <laughs> they are so funny. Like Will. Oh, have you no. seen his tweets? It's hilarious. No, but, no. Um, he, he tweets some crazy stuff, but it, it's very funny at the least. Um, <laughs> I will give him that. But yeah, they are. Uh, this is going to be a matchup to watch. Still a conference to watch. A lot of decent piece in the middle too. Some intrigue there. But yeah, let's see what conference is next. Maybe Horizon. Horizon, Horizon. Horizon I like. I was looking at the rosters the other day, and like I'm like, this, this conference is kind of stacked, Loki. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to follow our social media accounts at Hoopscoop Media, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you are watching that on here, uh, give us a five-star rating on a podcast app if you're listening to them on there. Um. Our YouTube channel has really been growing lately. Let's see what it's at now, like 184 subscribers or something last time. I checked 185. So yeah, really, really like the really appreciate all the all the interactions, all the likes, all the subscribers. Um really, really building something here. And we will continue to roll through our conference previews, starting with the uh horizon next off. So we will see you then.